Welcome to Role Playing Public Radio. This is Sean, and we are doing another exciting episode of Pig Smoke. This is part of the uh, the Lacroix campaign in, La Croix, in the Lacroix uh, Academy of the Occult Arts. I will continue changing the name as I see fit. In the Enchanted Mountains of Kansas. We're working on Arc 2, which is I'm just going to refer to as Bits and Bobs. We're in part one of that. Uh, previously, our uh, not-quite-tenured, but still-working-hard professors out at uh, La Croix were able to take care of the consultant. With a death falcon! Well, it's not, it didn't quite go the way it was planned. It was a warning shot that hit. Um, <laughs> a little too hard. But you know, yeah. So All now there's to my play. I mean, now there is a, a semi-undead, partially biomechanical eagle with a dragon gullet flying somewhere in the enchanted mountains of Kansas that may or may not have a Pontiac Firebird logo across its chest. I don't know. My <laughs> personal head cannon. Um, and they need to figure out what to do about that because well, that's gonna come. That's going to cause problems. In the meantime, speaking of problems, there will always be more because this is powered by the apocalypse and everything causes problems. So, with the consultant out of the way, there's still a lot of mysteries in the school to resolve, but right now, they have the issues of, well, Death Falcon, Fiery Death Falcon, oh, Eagle. I think it actually was an Eagle. Um, and, and a few other little bits and bobs to take care of. It's beyond so, recognition now. We're advancing a couple of weeks. The players can give us some experience for you know a bit of a montage action there, imagine your own music, and um, they'll be able to advance. We're going to be going around, going around, uh, same format. It's going to be about a week. So we're starting off week eight. The big game finally did happen. Nobody gives a fuck who won. Honestly, I mean, if you do, it's fine. We can roll right. Does somebody want to roll? I will. Okay, uh, regular rules, 10 plus, your team won, uh, 7 to 9, there's some complications underneath, no. 10! Okay, the team won fairly this time. This <laughs> without, yes. what? without Death Eagle. <laughs> or mines. What team is or this? Mines? mines? What? Who would put mines on the field? Right. That's Second silly. Time. Right. The team won, so everybody's happy about that. Um, the Dean is pleased. The Dean... Just wants to make sure everything's fine, and has quietly let all of you know that you, he, he, she it is not sure. Uh, they, they are not sure exactly uh, what was up with the eagle, but but they did notice your paper recently about a similar topic, about the exact same topic. And they don't want to cast aspersions on the uh, legitimacy of your uh, being here, but it seems like a thing that should hopefully not be an issue in the future. So you know in this coming week you probably need to deal with this and various other things that are popping up. And you also have the sneaking feeling that there's just more coming because you never did fully resolve who the consultant worked for. You had a few clues here and there. You had that mysterious symbol. You had the hints that there was some organization that was trying to take down the, the overall bureaucratic uh, element and that you guys were the weak link. So you got a few things to look into this week. So we're going to start going around, around Robin. 
Uh, to my left, let's, we'll, we'll do an introduction, and uh, well, let's do the introductions first. To my left, we have Greg. Hello again. I'm playing uh, Professor Taylor Kimpton of the Department of Paraveterinary Medicine, the networker. Next, David. Hey, everybody. I'm playing your favorite necromancer. You can either refer to me as Crow if you're my friend, or Vaz if you're my student. The name is really long in Greek. You know it by now. Next up, we have Christy. Hey, it's Christy. I'm playing Ursus Celeste, the mind-bending albatross. And then we have uh, Adam. And I'm playing Professor Professor Hardage, the uh, artifacts and relics uh, politician. A right. boy from Kansas, teaching classes. There we go. So, um, it is week eight. You've had a, a few ups and downs here and there, and some of you have had advancements, but we're going to start... We're going to start with Kimpton. Kimpton, it's Monday. What, what, what would you like to be doing Monday? Uh, I'd like to get a head start on this whole Death Falcon business Evil. that's that's has apparently been cropping up. Get, got to squash these rumors and, and put the minds of our staff and investors at ease. So, I'm going to... Yeah, a ship, by the way, a shipment of the Qual water was destroyed. <gasps> Many hipsters were displeased. <laughs> I actually do like the Qual water. <laughs> I do too. I like the booze. It's not bad. I like the orange one. Anyhow, but yeah, a shipment was destroyed en route by a necromantic, cybernetic, flaming death eagle. So, a war mount. <laughs> Spread outside the Kansas, outside the hills of Kansas. Yeah. It's staying inside the mountains, mercifully. It hasn't left the camp, the, the hidden campus area, so, so far. It is probably going to try to mark out a territory. It is a bird of prey fused with draconic elements, so... I'd like to go out on a field trip and try to narrow down where it might be nesting. That way, once we do know how to deal with it, then... So, um, are you adventuring? Or... I think that's what I'm doing. Okay. Either right. I was either going to go delve deeper or adventure, but I think I want to take this into the field. So, um, we'll say adventuring, and they'll give you, I'll say, the advantages if you succeed. Basic success is going to be a, a plus forward in dealing with this issue. Cool. Um... Complications happen, but if it's like pure, you, know, you just get plus forward. If it completely fails, then bad things happen. All right. And as I have the field experience move, I can add my research All right. skill to the roll. Very good. And I needed it. That's a seven. Okay. In that case, uh, what complication would you like to choose? I choose two. Uh, on a seven to nine, I choose one. Uh, I come out of it looking good. So I do get hurt. Okay. Or, or, oh, yeah. I choose one. Oh, well. Yeah, you don't get hurt. I get the implications. No, I, I get what I'm after. Okay, so you, you get what you're after, so you do have the knowledge. You definitely get the plus one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, t- I'll say that you get what you're after, I'll give you a plus two, but the implication is you do get hurt. Definitely. So you come back singed, but you have a plus two forward in dealing with Death Hawk. Oh, Death, Death Hawk. Eagle. Death Eagle. Eagle! Anyhow. We'll get this straight. Um, yeah, Flaming Death Eagle, you have a plus two forward in dealing with Flaming Death Eagle. You can spend each forward like individually, or you can apply a plus two to one roll. Okay. Your call. They're just thinking about you, you get to add pips. You declare it before you roll. Got it. Um, 
Okay, so that is your Monday. Voss, it's Monday. And you know what we like to do on Mondays, class. So are you teaching or what? What? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Give me your teaching roll. Okay. That Before is... you roll, what what is your lesson? Well, class, we're actually going to be working on a project over the course of the next couple of weeks. In front of each of you, you will find a small bag full of bones. Everyone has the same bones in the bag. There should be one snake, one ferret, or fur snake, uh, one small cat, one large rodent, and one amphibian. I believe we had salamanders on hand, but you'll have to take a look. Now, you are going to be crafting these bones all together. I'll take questions at the end. Sir, professor? What? You said they're the same bones. This is like the Endless Lunch. No, this is not like the Endless Lunch. It is the same set of bones. Everyone should have the same bones in that bag, but from different characters, different creatures. Oh, okay. Now, we are going to be constructing an abomination, a mini-sized one. A pocket abomination, really. And so... Pocket abomination is my favorite King Boy game. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So it is entirely up to you how you put the bones together. The only restriction is that they must be able to articulate. Now, after we've put the bones together this week, we are going to be adding flesh next week. You will find that you all have a quill and some paper if you want to sketch it out first. If you want to take a good look at what the bones are available and draw them like your French girls. You can do that. (laughs) All right. But it's entirely up to you what they are going to look like. The functionality will be tested in week three, but in week one and two, we're going for creativity. Now, who is ready to spit in God's eye with me? Make your roll. (laughs) Uh, That is a ten. Okay, well, you mark your experience, everything goes fine. People have tiny little bony abominations skittering around. One well, not skittering yet. They're not, they're not supposed to animate yet. We've well, got to put the flesh on first. One of them might have been decent. But anyhow, you know what I'm saying? Like, it worked. It worked. The lesson worked. So, good, good. All right. Oh, you're using the snake as a spine. Very good idea. It's going to be very limber. You <laughs> You are planning the appropriate flesh for that next week, right? Some kid in the back. <laughs> I think I made a bone bone. Anyhow. Um... Yes, yes, you did, Timmy. But fortunately, that still counts. Eh. Okay, so, Celeste. Yes! Uh, you've apparently recently gained something over the past the past couple weeks. You'll have to introduce that individual, and then uh, you'll also be telling me what you're doing this uh, this Monday. So, I have conveniently, we're not going to say abducted, but I have gained a lovely little TA who kept getting my coffee order wrong. But now so he's... He's totally my TA now. He will do anything for me. He's just a doll. Just a doll. No, he's not a doll. He's a brain-fuckled barista. He's a doll. Tell me a little bit about Potato, potato. So, he, he, he is an ex-barista who... He does some work still, but mostly 
if he's not taking care of something I need him to take care of. He's wandering around the school. He's about the right age to be one of the older students. So he just aimlessly wanders the school in a, like, haze? Yes, but he's watching. Okay. And reporting back. He's not going to have a whole lot useful until you actually give him an order. But yes. That's how TAs work. But um, his order is to listen and report back. His name? And does he have any, like, notable traits outside of being mindless? His name is Donald. And he's one of those people that just are medium everything. Medium skin tone, medium hair color. Blends in very easily. So you'd kind of Donald. boring. Do you call him Donald, or do you have a different name for him? Yeah, I call him Donnie. Donnie. All right. So, what are you doing on Monday? So, Monday... I am going to... Go ahead and do... A little bit of a small incestuous world. Okay. Because I'm hungry, dang it. And I'm going to the cafeteria. So, alright. So you're hoping to gain what? I am hoping to get more information, find out if anyone else is suspicious of us. Other than the ones we already know about. You did publish a paper about Death Eagle. We did. And the construction of Death Eagle. And methods for controlling Death Eagle. But that got swept into the rug. Because uh, Hardage is such a badass at politics. He, he is. He really is. And he's still filling out paperwork over that, by the way. Yeah. So uh, the higher-ups don't care about okay. what happened past tense with Death Eagle. They're worried about the future of Death Eagle. Ah, Okay, Fiery Death so Eagle probably... is a potential threat to the campus, the students, and the hippogriff population, by the way. But, I forgot about them. So I'm yeah. probably See, going to do two things. Number one, order Dear Donnie to do a port purchase order for me. Okay, so you're having Donnie do a purchase order. Mm-hmm. And I am going to go ahead and do red tape instead then. Okay, so you're not doing Small Ancestors World? No, I'm going to change that out then. Okay, so... I believe it does, it, does it actually count as an extra move? Or, I guess, okay. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll it's to either way. defect attention, compel the school to provide a service, or crush my enemies. Uh, what is Donnie's specialty uh, Purchase thing? order! What is his move stat thing? Yeah, it it is actually purchase order. Okay. So what is Donnie purchasing? Donnie is purchasing materials that will help shut down the death Eagle. So you're basically making him buy eagle or requisition eagle traps? Yes. Ones that are, you know, fireproof. Okay, so roll for Donnie. Booyah! That would be an 11. Okay. Okay, so you'll be getting some materials that'll assist with that. Almost make a note. And you said you were doing red tape to do what? So I need to crush um, a certain 
Veronica. Veronica. So you're attempting to attack Veronica. Yes. With red tape. With red tape. So what are you attempting to... How, how are you attempting to crush her with red tape? We are going to... You know... Give them information about her previous escapades at a different institution that I went to also. We never established that she had any. Did we? Of course she does. So you're going to at least attempt to generate something whether or not you have it. Okay? Correct. Alright. Everybody's got something. So, alright. You're going to try to play it up. Yep. It's plus bureaucracy. Yep. Okay, roll as good for me as you did for Donnie. Total? Seven. All right. So you'll be able to be into like push her off for that for a while, but you have to pick one of the possibilities. It's time consuming. That counts as your weekly time time consuming. Right. I'm gonna something else for burnout. I'm gonna do a burnout box. Okay. Take your burnout. There's my burnout box. There's my burnout box. So what are you claiming she did? She had relations with a student. Fun. That dirty bitch. Donnie, come here. Tell Tell me more about that. (laughs) Tell them what what they did. All right. That's a pretty heavy accusation these days. So, um, okay, that brings us to Harvage. I heard that she did. Okay, well, you, you're putting it in that she needs to be investigated for it. Yes. That's red tape is like actual serious. You file paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty heavy stuff. So, Hardage, yep. you I, also gained the thing. Yep, I also got a teaching assistant. Um, you have met my teaching assistant before. I actually took the golem that we found in C-Wing, or A-Wing? Oh, my A-Wing. Um, A-Wing. A-Wing. Um, and I'm going to start using him. <laughs> As a teaching assistant, give him actual more purpose other than the bird attractant that he, he is. still does attract the birds, though. Yes, which will come in handy, possibly, here, as we look for a big bird. <laughs> possibly? Um, <clears throat> but we'll work on the whole pigeon thing as time goes on. But for the media time, he, he, I, I give him a good purpose. I give him a bit of a break from the birds. All right. I can give Nucro a you know, constant source of small bones if you'd like them. Yes. Uh, <laughs> As a matter of fact, we're going to talk about my upgrade in a minute, but that's part of it right there. <laughs> um, yep. So what I'm going to do, I'm still hurting a little bit from the end of the last session when I had to work, help out um, the golem. All right. Um, so I'm going to go hospital hospitality to try and heal up. Okay. Because this is probably going to hurt me again at some point this week. Oh, yeah. That's a four. I fail. Um, okay. I will like to try again later in the week if you want. All right. Uh, but with a four, I'm just going to say you walk in, and for whatever reason, Hildy never gets to you. She's uh. insisting somebody else is uh, so close to falling they should go to Valhalla. She starts chasing them around with a short sword, and you're like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have more important things to do. You can just. You can declare a time-consuming if you want, and it just uses up your time-consuming for the week, and I'll just say you're healed, but it's your call. Not yet. Okay. We're good. All right. 
that was Monday. So you guys can meet up at the super secret double secret lounge with the Luton running around yes. at the good coffee. Yeah. Yes. Uh, By the way, the Luton do note as they're walking around the super secret double secret lounge, their numbers have shrunk a little bit. Uh oh. Oh, oh dear. Because even if hidden, somehow. A fully enchanted cybernetic necrotech <laughs> bird that breathes fucking fire keeps finding them if they ever wander away from the Lacroix factory. They're starting to wonder if maybe, just maybe, it's the management. The management secretly got those awful professors to make something to punish them and the off chance that they ever do rise up and claim their own means of production. Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> Eviscerate the proletariat. We're working on the bird. Viva la resistance. <laughs> yeah, they're getting, they're getting a little, little bit. They're starting to get up, which might be a problem here in the f- near future. Would you care to put a header on this one? <laughs> so, it, 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 just let you know, it might be a little more urgent than you're thinking. This can cause problems because you guys don't get a whole lot of donations from uh, alumna and alumni because. Yeah, mm, you, you're dealing with more of the working class folks who barely make a living. You know, the people like run all the crappy magic shops that the super gifted chosen one kids go to, instead of the high profile, you know, wizards. So the Lacroix fat plant is really important to your school staying open. Yeah, yeah, we, we need to do something about that. Well, I've got a purchase order in on a track that should be. Fairly flame-proof. Oh, good. You sent away to Phoenix. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've got something that will help. A little bit of aerial recons. Look at these bones. Aren't they neat? Some I got more for you. Some of them tweet. <laughs> Would you think Still moving. Which? <laughs> so, if you have all of your planning done, we can move to Tuesday. So, um... Yo, uh, what have you guys uh, been working on for this bird thing? He said, you got, you know, glad my friend here can help you out with those bones. He has no problem collecting them for you. Oh, good. I can use more. You know, uh, they're pretty easy to get. You know, touch them every couple of days with the uh, wand here. They all light up like 4th of July. It's kind of fun, actually. Oh, Ever seen, like, a bug use... zapper? You ever used to watch one of those when you're, when, you know, you're out in the real world? You made a bird zapper? Eh, working on it. It is fun. What? Speaking of zapping, uh, the uh, the hair on most of Kimpton's left side is gone. But, uh, um, yeah, about that. I think I narrowed down where this monstrosity's uh, nesting territory is. Oh, Man- excellent. Ma- managed to track a whole bunch of uh, animal corpses. Uh, didn't, didn't manage to recover any of the bodies or get any hard data because I had to get the hell out of there. But... I've, I've got it. I've. Uh, part of the job. But I've got it narrowed down to a couple mile radius, I'm thinking. So I've got two things that might help that. Um, Bernie bit there. Um, I've either got this nice cream that will help some of that grow back, or I've also got this wig that used to belong to a demon. So which is it going to be, the cream or the hell to pay? Uh, let's let's make the two pay plan B <laughs> or F. Okay, but why would you have someone put poo on your face? Well, what? you know what department uh, he's in, right? Huh. 
who is this guy? Well, just make sure you know if you're playing, doing your yeah. yeah. I'll probably just figure that out. But anyway, yeah, that's the goal I'm talking. Yeah. The little cream you pull out looks like stuff he's been covered in his entire life. I wonder why anybody else wants that. If you recall, this was the golem that was enchanted to attract all the pigeons in the area perpetually. You, you wouldn't believe you wouldn't believe the things that are done with He's Guano. He's a little pigeonholed in his... Uh... <laughs> pigeonholing is extra. <laughs> oh my God. They do great things with Guano these days. And Dragon Dung, if you can get your hands on it, that stuff will... That stuff can be used in disguise kits. Like no full, shit? Full, full glamours. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes, shit. And hmm. elemental resistance. Of course, that depends on the breed and the... The youth, you get more potency with younger dragons, which is why there's such a black market form. Mm. Damn shame that. So, all right, we're gonna move to Tuesday. Tuesday, going around the table, Captain. What's uh, up? It's about time I taught. Get that, get that out of the way, so I can focus on right. more pressing matters. You're still a little scorchy, though. Still, still a little scorchy. That might work in my favor, though. All right. All right, class. Listen up. Listen up. Okay, we've gone over indigenous uh, creatures. We've gone over uh, demi-human hybrids uh, a bit. Uh, now we want to get into the fun stuff, the good stuff, the stuff that you all came here to see. Trans transmutations, primal transmutations. But before we start talking about what primal transmutation is, we need to talk about what it isn't. It is not bending reality to your will. It is not ensnaring primal forces and convincing them that you are their master. It is an understanding. It is a relationship. And with this uh, presentation, I continue to spiel and I have a slideshow of documented cases where people have attempted to deliberately undergo Wendigoism, uh, Feycraft, uh, okay. uh, embodying things like Angelic Glory and and burning out their own bodies or destroying other people. And I'm, I'm trying to impress on them the severity of this and also maybe quash the ambitions of a certain someone who is trying to uh, try, trying to manipulate yokai spirits to, For to do their bidding. Yeah. Yep. Alright. Make a teaching roll. Seven, eight. Eight. All right. With teaching, you still mark your experience. But one of your students will visit the office of the complication. No question. All right. Oh, yeah. And there's a few slides that bear a striking resemblance to uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Okay. Um, a particularly tall student comes to your uh, office afterwards. So, uh, hey. About this whole issue of transforming yourself. Yes. Uh, I'm really, really interested. What's this guy's name? Uh, Bailey, was it? Bailey. 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 You know, 
I mean, I've just always been fascinated with the idea of it. Is it like, I mean, is it strictly forbidden to, you know, to become something else? I mean, I don't want to, like, go on a rampage or anything. I just don't feel that that's like, you know... Define some define something else. Context is is everything, as I'm oh, sure you I mean, know. Anything but this. Anything but this. Human? Yeah. Well, well, tell me more. Tell me what you're trying to accomplish. Is this is this medicinal? Is this uh, a matter of uh, I'll say over the brief conversation you have with the kid. It becomes apparent that he has a thing for the issue of transformation itself. The idea of transforming into anything. He seems to have... It's almost a fetish for it. And he's really fascinated with this topic. Are we talking like full Animorph? Uh, he really wants to be a monster. For no reason than just to be a monster. Oh? <laughs> <laughs> So how do you deal with this? <laughs> uh, I'm going. To, I'm going to be half paying attention. The other half is going to be having flashbacks of the monstrosity that I totally didn't have a hand in creating. Death Eagle has so many theme songs now. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of impressed by his tenacity, but I'm going to try to impress on him that safety is paramount, both for yourself and for the community. I'm going to try to schmooze him into realizing that All right. that you you never go full monster. Okay. So, um, give me that plus charisma. Uh, come on. Come on. Six. You start talking about, you know, the ethics of uh, any kind of transformative <laughs> magic and how, uh, honestly, you should be comfortable with yourself. And if it's who you really are, I mean, that's a thing you really look into. However you want to, like, explain it. There's something, you know, you're fine. He glosses over the whole thing, and he's obviously not going to listen. I'm so distracted by current affairs that I make the mistake of slipping into generic teacher spiel. This is this is why we have rules. Uh, there's, right. there's a reason for everything. Blah, blah, blah. It's the basics. And yeah. He walks out of the room and you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. We're going to find this kid totally shog off down, aren't we? Because <laughs> he doesn't, probably doesn't the first thing about flesh crafting. So, whoops. But You'll never know unless you try. That'll come back later. Alright. Uh, youth is wasted on the young. But hey, you still got your experience. Says, Voss! Says the late 20s professor. Yeah. Voss! The scene. Early morning. So, I reach over to the phonograph, tip the initial crow's head to where it's touching the record, put its claw on the, uh, put its claw over onto the nice little horn on the Vitrola, Flight of the Valkyrie starts playing as I open the windows. So, what is your action? So, I'm going to send my undead horde out to give us the terrain that the um, Death Eagle has currently nested in, 
basically I'm I'm having them give us all of the information that we need on it to try to get as much forward as we can on it. So, uh, what's how's the ability read again? Um, Buck. Sorry, just making sure. Okay. No, it's cool. Again, noting it's a really cool game. I love a lot of the aspects, but certain things aren't explained quite as in detail as there could be. Let's see. I know it's in here somewhere else. Um, Should be under uh, life and death. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm looking for life and death. Ah, here it is. Okay, The Walking Dead. You have many skeleton and zombie servants which respond to your verbal commands. They function effectively as a single NPC but cannot be hurt except by attacks that would destroy many at once. If they are hurt or taken out, you can replace them with a few hours' work and a source of fresh bodies. <laughs> so essentially, and one of the things I'm going to like try to like rate it a little bit is that like TAs as well as like other NPCs, it does seem like get a free an extra move every time, and I'm going to like rate that in to say it's like I'm going to spread that out. Yeah. So um, if this you're going to the send them out thing. as an additional move, we'll do do it that way. It's actually the move I have for the day. Is I was basically going to send them to do the adventuring for me okay. to get the plus forward, but the only difference is that instead of rolling adventuring plus nothing, I roll adventuring plus sorcery. Okay, then we'll do that. Alright. Which is the other part of the move there. Yeah, okay, that's the part that we did. All right. But I thought I'd set the scene because just... Oh, no, no, it's good. It's the good. flight of the Valkyries and then just undead birds. Hildy stands underneath smoking a cigarette. <laughs> I know that song. <laughs> and I got an 11. Okay. So I'll give you a plus one forward versus Death Eagle. Because Death Eagle. They keep going. I don't know how many of these things I made. I think I might have made well, a few too many. If, if you were using the, the, the dead pigeons from the golem, <laughs> yes. The answer is a lot. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of electrocuted pigeons lately. I have reserves. And nobody knows where the population keeps coming from. Although one of them did have an I Heart New York sticker. Anyhow. Wow. Is there, a, is there an elemental plane of pigeons? Yes. Ask anybody in a major city. <laughs> These five were really, really fat. The answer may surprise were, you. Those were ginormous pigeons. Oh, they were full of bacon. That explains it. <laughs> so, okay, so from each other. So we were in. Um... All right, so waiting for reports back from these gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and teach. All right. We are going to teach a lovely, lovely lesson in illusion of how to not be seen. All right. You know, not to stand up. Yeah. So, um, in that case, if you have if you have nothing else to add, roll your plus charisma. Boxcars. So that is a fourteen. So just mark your experience, and you've literally just taught a pretty flawless lesson on not being seen. At one point, uh, some Haley or Bailey or something uh, does a very good job, and she almost doesn't reappear until after class. But it's fine. It's fine. We're good. In fact, 
Your uncertainty on her name may mean she's a lot more successful than she thought, or her parents just did, weren't very creative. So, um... A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Okay, so you knocked out your teaching for the week. Woohoo! Hardage! Alright. Random question that will come back being relevant later. Okay. For the golem, if you haven't already decided it, is he in one solid chunk, or is he like a suit of armor that moves? I imagine him more as like... Chunks of metal with nothing. Yeah, you know, it's Dang. like it's, it's right. not hollow. But okay, all right. It, he's a statue. Hence the reason why the pigeons like him so much. Okay, all right. But an articulated statue. Yeah. Well, sorry. That that is excellent to hear. With kung fu grip. What a bit useful. All righty. So what I'm going to do well, is I'm going to. You said there's the hippogriff aviary on here, or just hippogriffs in general. Um, do we have an aviary. You have, okay, the way was like that we went over when we were establishing the set. Yeah, was do we have an airy? Okay, an airy. So it's up in the mountains. Okay, I am going to go there. I'm going to smooth with the guys there. Okay, I'm going to go back to my steer wrestling days on the rodeo, mm-hmm. and I'm looking for them to give me help in tackling this bird that's been flying around. We're we've got a peril pinned down. So either I'm looking for how to tackle such a bird. Or if they'd be willing to tackle birds for us when we get them tied down. Okay, in that case, what move do you want to use? I'll be using schmooze. Alright, schmooze them. Alright. That is a five. New dice. Yep, new, next set. <laughs> <laughs> Brought back some this time. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> um, they're just more panicked about the fact that, like, you walk up there. <laughs> There is like a hippogriff that is burnt to a crisp with a chunk torn out of its middle. There's a hippogriff that has one wing burned off. There's a hippogriff that has like, you're not sure what's wrong with it. It's limping and it just glares. And you're not sure what the fuck is going on. But this death eagle has been tearing shit up in the skies, in the mountains, everywhere. You have unleashed a horrible machine of destruction. Now... In another time and place, if there was anything major going on, you could probably sell this. But still, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of uh, dictatorships and people that would overthrow them that would love this thing to just like, uh, your problem. <laughs> but right now, it's your problem. Yep. And they're just like, think of the, uh, uh, oh, what's it called? Think of the Rancor Trainer from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> That's how they look. That's the expression on their faces right there. They are just, oh, God, our hippogriffs. They're being murdered, our babies. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to figure that out right now, unfortunately. Please save them. We'll do anything. Yeah, we'll, we'll be working on something to get some tips from you guys on how to wrestle birds out of the sky. But uh, they'll give you some general information that will kind of like tie into other things. But you have a rough idea of where the main strike points are in the sky. And you're, again, also aware, based on previous information, that Death Eagle is also striking the ground. So, you also, while you're up there, see a puff of flame for a second. They all cringe. (laughs) Death Eagle. Alright, well, I'm gonna jump back in my car, Judy, and head back down the hill. Cool. Um, yep. Alright. Any meetings this evening, or just head on to Wednesday? I need to have a talk with Ursa. Okay. okay. That night, at the super-secret, double-secret uh, 
Lounge with the good coffee. So, Ursa, what do you got on this uh, this Death Eagle business? Not a whole lot today, but... Well, the... well I, I need your goddamn help, because... we got to get this. Yeah, I believe me, I know. We've got a pile of dead hippogriffs... Uh, He's missing bro- an eyebrow. <laughs> bruised, broken, bleeding, some of them incinerated. We're, we're running out of manpower to keep the... To keep this uh, under wraps, let alone keep this monster in check. I've gotten the terrain narrowed down. The crow is closing in on the territory. The hard edge oh, crows, has... crows are closing in on the territory, but crows, crows, knows. <laughs> Donnie is the trap in. Hard... It'll come in already. You already know it, but yeah. Good. I've got the trap and, in. And Hardage, good. It's about damn time because while you were. Because while you were teaching your students to turn invisible or whatever, we or or trick people out of their lunch money or whatever, we've been trying to solve this problem. This is so they could, that it couldn't attack the students. If they know how to turn invisible, it can't see them to attack them. Yeah, that doesn't help us end the threat. We need to get this taken care Cage of now. Cage is in. Cage is in. In the background, one of the Lutons sits down. <sighs> Yeah, I know. I managed to rescue one of the cases from the attack. Oh, let's pour one out for Almies. Cracks open a little quad. Flames spew out. <laughs> <laughs> Did we not seal that enchantment? I guess we didn't have time. <laughs> Hold on to that case. <laughs> the revolution comes. <laughs> See, this they, they've, is, got, See? they've got their own Molotov cocktails. See, this That's is not a good thing for you. <laughs> See, this is getting out of hand. Give me the, give me the trap. We got the trap. We go out tomorrow, and we get this done now. Yes, I'm, I'm attempting to, to scave Ursa. Oh, okay. I don't think you can do that to players. Scave? Yes, you can. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Okay. If you follow through with what he says, you'll gain an experience. You can resist it. Okay. If I make the move. If he succeeds. If you succeed. Yes. I switched out dice, so <laughs> funny the the extra, the extra life dice don't usually betray me, and these have also betrayed me. So you're not that's, convinced. That's six. You're just not convinced. All right. How big an ass of myself do I make? <laughs> you, you are tr- you're tr- you're you are trying to browbeat somebody who's used to contr- manipulating other people. You you think I don't know this? Look at my skin. I am crimson from head. To toe. She actually is. Head to toe. Almost glowing. This is not normal for me. I know we need to take care of this. You need to be the head on it because you're the one who brought the dragon party in. I am rescathing on him now. Okay, that, so that could that could be the consequence of failure. You just auto succeed on me. I'm just gonna say she's still gonna roll, but it's <laughs> she gets a free like swing at you. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's what, what are you trying to make him do? Trying to make him take the lead on capturing this thing. Okay. So if he so, takes the lead, he's so you're skating. Going to be the one, yeah, you know, you. actually, okay. you know, putting himself in the most physical danger because I don't want physical danger if I can avoid it. What was the What was the result? That was a freaking twelve. Okay. So I choose so. one. Cringer cowardly your presence give you something they think you want. I will. I will give you something I think you want. I will... My, my pride's already wounded. Fine. I was... This was my pet. I brought it up. I'll put it to bed. 
With or without you. I'm gonna help. Because so, we gotta take care of this. But, the way this works is Do you even know how to set this thing? Never oh, mind, I'll take here's it. The, here's the manual. The way this works is that the person you scathed gains the experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, mark an experience. Uh-huh. So, Celeste. Yes? That is not the way you're supposed to do it. You didn't put in enough threats. If you're going to browbeat somebody... Got a seven. <laughs> so, are you, att- are you attempting to scathe her? Yes. Okay, so on a seven to nine, Tardy Bear is to choose one, but someone important witnesses the ones of your rudeness. They are not pleased. Uh, you, need, so, you need to throw in threats. So let's cringe your power, flee your presence, or give you what you want. What do you want? I want you to learn how to be more scary. You're not doing it right. That's a little abstract. What's something that she would think you actually want that will get you off, not get you off her back, is what she has to decide. Learn how to creatively threaten somebody with visceral bodily harm. Don't just make it this vague kind of... Don't make us make you the bait. There you go. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say, she's a mind bender. She can do so much worse than bodily harm. (laughs) So okay, I guess we'll, we'll we'll take that little little like side dodge. Go ahead and mark the experience. But all right, anything else for this uh, Tuesday evening? Oh, I'm just so happy we're all getting along. Group hug. Glare. Uh, no team evil. Glare. <laughs> you know, uh, and you guys are still aren't wearing the t-shirts. Ooh, Wednesday. They clash with my skin right now. Everything clashes with your skin right now. <laughs> oh, there's a skate. So Wednesday. <laughs> it's Wednesday now. <laughs> it's Wednesday now. What do we all do? Let's start the circle. Captain. Still hurt. Uh, do, do you think we have enough to go on to actually pursue this critter? Yes. Yes. Because we've got plus one forward, plus one forward, plus two forward, so that's a plus four to the roll. We've. I have... I have a bunch of traps and snares as part of my department package. Then we've got the custom-made trap that you purchased. So mm-hmm. I'm willing to offer my uh, new teaching assistant to help destroy a big bird. That would that would be nice. <laughs> That'd be nice. I unfortunately I think... can't wear her to the suit of armor and wrestle this bird to the ground myself. And I'm already hurt, so I'd really rather not go that route. But that, the whole point of a teaching assistant is to get them to do your work for you. Yeah. So... So yeah, I offered him up for that. I think we're ready to go, and even if we're not, I have been compelled to to prove my competence and my my uh, courage. So yeah, I'm doing it. Oh, by the way, you did uh, remove a burnout when the uh, bird burned you, right? Oh, good point. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm actually, I actually have no burnout. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, qualifies a new artifact. Sorry. What? Would the golem qualify as a new artifact? He's a teaching assistant. Therefore... No? Okay. Yeah. All right. Just curious. Um, yeah. He, he's, he's an advantage in and of himself. Yeah. With some possible drawbacks. But anyhow. Oh, well, yeah. How's this? If you're willing to let me name a possible drawback, I'll give you whatever advantage you were looking for. Oh, that's... Let's be clear up a burnout all. If you want to give me a possible issue later that I can generate with this golem, you can clear a burnout. Uh, I'm fine with it actually. It's not a huge deal. It's just you know. Okay, sure, I could use it. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh god. All right. 
So, so deal with Sean. Wednesday. Wednesday. Jump done. So, I am going to take my traps, uh, the trap that Ursa acquired, and uh, and head out using the information that the rest of the group gave me, and uh, I'm going to try to trap this thing. Is anybody else, Is anybody else coming with? I will send it. Oh, home. I brought my adventure gear with me. Okay, I'll I've go got with. my travel rations, and I've got my wands, and I've got my undead army. Wow. Hey, some of us adventure with different things. I'm just saying... You, you do remember the conditions of your undead army, right? Yeah. yeah. I can replace them. Dragon breath. Just saying. You might have to replace them later. Something yeah. goes wrong. Um, It'll just take a couple of hours. Okay, so it's you're sitting like your I don't have a yeah, cool. I, If you want, you can do a separate action on the side. Okay. So, because you haven't done that yet. Yeah. So, so it'll be doing the adventure side. Like, yeah. Like, you can, you can send your golem to adventure while you, you want to get healed up or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or teach a class or whatever. One of the two, probably. Up to you. So we'll go around the table, like, for prep. What the actual build up to this moment is. Like, what is your specific action to prepare for this? To work, work towards this? What is your primary action in this? Actually, I'm going to go reverse in that case. We're going to start with Hardish because you are sending your... Uh, yeah. We're going to start with you specifically. Your TA is going into the field. Yes, yes. So we're going to make the field a specific central thing. Okay. And you'll be playing your your, your TA. Yes. Did Lord you ever name your, your patient golem? Um, Marvin. I have called him Marvin. Was it Marvin? Called him Marvin, yes. Marvin? Okay. I, I thought we had balls. a name for it, but... It's either Marvin or Carter, one of the two. We'll stick with Marvin for now. His life was miserable. Yeah. Kind of still is, but... You know. Yeah. But at least now he's not just aimlessly wandering a wing of the hall. He's actually out, yeah, doing things, so socializing. What is Hardage going to do while his TA is out doing stuff and his teammate, you know, his teammates are kind of hunting down Death Eagle? All right, um, I will let the Golem take the uh, weather vane that he is so fond of at this point. Okay, um, his anti-bird stick, as he likes to refer to it, the tangle stick. Um, and I am actually. Going to go and get my teaching out of the way for the week. All right. So, what kind of lesson are you teaching? Um, this week, it's going. So we did basic in U.S. history last time. I think this time we're actually going to go into uh, the actual um, means and of creation for various golems and whatnot. I've heard that one of the other professors is teaching a class on reanimating skeletons themselves. Um, it's sort of been a research focus of the school here as of late. For better and for worse, that is what the school has been focusing on. Yeah. So you might as well sh- you know, teach that to the kids you, how not to do stuff. you got a lot of insight about uh, animating uh, various mechanical parts, cybernetics yeah. as it were, uh, which it does directly fit in because the real meaning of cybernetics is machine imitating life. Uh, yeah. Seriously, that's the actual Greek root. So, so yeah, I know a golem fits perfectly with that attitude. So, so pretty yeah. much, we're teaching a shop class. What we're doing at this point, they're going to make little golems. Yeah, little. I'm actually going to. I've been actually working with Nucro here. Um, so I know of the Abomination Project, um, and this is to go along with that. Similar to what we do the bird, they could build their own armor to go around their little toy dolls. Have okay. I see our own little fight club with little dolls that we do with these guys. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> give me that. Uh, give me that plus charisma. Well, that's a four. Was one. That's a good start. Yeah, better start. Six plus charisma is a zero, I think. Yep, so a six. All right. They didn't quite take. One kid brought a Gundam kit or some shit. I mean, you're just like, whatever. My death side hell can beat up your ring. 
Yeah. Uh, but you know what? At least, at least you put in your time. So that's a new experience game. But oh, okay, that's how it works, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> all around me, you put in your work. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to make it link together. But in the meantime, you did send Marvin out. So, um, so I guess everybody else plus Marvin is going. Mm. Yes. So, um, how are you setting this up? You walk into a stage like a statue. What we need to figure out is the following: Who is doing what for setup and support? Who is actually going to be finishing this off? Who takes the swing? I'll take the swing. I'll be prepping a spell. I'm probably the only one here that can take its return bite. You do have a fuck off huge golem with a weather vane. Yeah, great tracks birds. Okay, we do have that (laughs) too, but. And my plan was to set up the the traps uh, and uh, once it's pinned, uh, get in close and use uh, my primal sorcery to try to disable the, the draconic parts. So what you could do is trap it and then. Uh, beat the ever living fuck out of it. So, more or less. How do you want to go about that? So, I'm going to start off with a spell because it's been mind controlled before. You did design it specifically to be controlled. Yes. It did. It didn't always follow things to the letter, but that might have been a result of over enthusiastic setup before. That's right. So, theoretically, if my sk- spell goes well. I should be able to get it into the area and down to the ground where we can pin it. So you're going to summon, essentially. It's going to be your part. Yes. Uh, so the next stage will be the actual traps, then? Or what's the next part? Um, the Yeah, the next stage will be setting up the traps uh, where we know the thing nests. Maybe maybe lay out some baits. Uh, the, the golem could actually be useful for that, drawing some pigeons uh, that the thing can feed on. Or mercilessly destroy, whichever you know, yeah, potato potato at this point. Traps, uh, Voss. What were you? What were you going to contribute? Well, at this point, if I'm not going to be the one beating it down directly, you I can, can still... assist in the beatdown. I think okay. what the golem's going to do, no matter what the game plan is, That's um, as soon as the bird comes with any sort of range, he's just going to go berserk ape shit on it. And, like, start stabbing at it. You probably get through some dialogue as you're marching out into the mountains. The golem does not like birds. No. At some point, it probably just, like, straight-up shock murders, like, some random fucking songbird. <laughs> golem hates birds. Yes. It is also covered in pigeon crap. So, yeah, I, mean, I haven't you, you fully see a little bit of where he's coming from. I'm starting to like this guy. <laughs> he's the source I can of kill your, a bird. He's the source of your bird army, which is not crows. It's pigeons. <laughs> lots and lots of electrocuted pigeons. This is true, and uh, it's just that Death Crow sounds cooler. You can call them crows if you like, but them's pigeons. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I'm well aware. Bird's a bird. So, it's looking like, like Marvin is, is beating. Okay. Well, look, I'm just going to send my swarm of flying bone birds to weigh it down and bring it to earth faster. Okay. And as soon as it comes to the ground... So there's a general summon, a draw, a trap, and a beating. Yes. That's what it sounds like. Okay. So the general summon sounds like a magic ability. 
Yeah, that's going to be Which, It's going to be a regular spell because it's in your department. Yes. So, uh, that was That would be a charisma. Plus no, sorcery. sorcery. So give me a plus sorcery roll as you prepare to draw in Death Eagle. Yes! Total? That would be an 11. Okay, you choose one unintended consequence. Alright, let me look at the unintended consequence options. Your solution becomes somebody else's problem, which means it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. Your magic is short-lived or otherwise temporary, which means it, I'm going to say it's going to have a... That one might be a disadvantage for anybody in the, in the future. Uh, the mm. magic effect affects far more than you intended. That could be a problem. Yeah. Or you get Something hurt. Something goes wrong, and I get hurt. Guess what I'm going to do? What? I'm getting freaking hurt. Okay. Because, guess what? That gets rid of burnout for me. Oh, uh, how, how, what's, what's your uh, burnout effect? Hmm? What's your disposing burnout effect? It's just so being blah, blah, blah. Hold on. Words. All right. All right. I have the lovely, lovely option of getting rid of burnout by getting hurt while casting magic. Okay. So you're you're doing your siren song or however you want to interpret what you would use to summon Death Eagle. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so. Self-denying. Regain one point of burnout whenever you cast a spell and choose the option to become hurt. Okay. That's so go ahead and do that. So now it's been summoned and you're standing atop a hill and then everything's going great. It's coming it's in. It's great. Oh God, it's looking right at you. Oh, son oh, of a shit. <laughs> Whoosh. Again. <laughs> like I wasn't already ready. You are, you are sent, you are, well, more than just singed, but you're on fire. So you're probably stopping. Stop, drop, roll. roll. Yeah. Uh, boss. You're up. What, so you're dropping. It sounds like you're using your uh, undead army. Yes. So you're going to roll with that. So that is an eight on adventuring. So your options are. You do have your personal plus one versus death eagle, or you can transfer that to Kimpton to uh, Kimpton or Hardage. Come the big, the big move. I think I'm going to transfer that to one of the other guys <coughs> and keep the eight. Okay. All right. So, um, what is the uh, since you have an eight? What's the possible negative effects of your ability? Um, it's basically the adventuring from the main sheet. So your options are. Uh, you are, you get to choose one. You don't get hurt. You come out, out of it looking good, or you get whatever it, what is you are after. So um, essentially, I'm going to take the um, and this is actually I get whatever it is I was after. Okay, so your your bird army is reduced is what it's going to be because dragon fire is an area effect thing. Yes, you're going to have to build them back up, but it's okay. You got time for that. In the meantime, they were able to draw its focus and bring it down to the traps. Okay, so here we have a plus one for the trap, plus two just general versus death eagle with Kempton, and Voss is going to transfer the plus one. And anything you don't spend on this can be transferred to Hardage for the beating. Oh, is it plus two forward or plus two ongoing? Forward. Forward. Okay. So there's a, you have essentially a plus four forward pool that is currently available. All right. Because nobody used theirs. But... You can definitely get it trapped. 
then if I'm up, I'm going to do exactly that. Don't snake eye. And the question is, how much the plus how much the plus four do you ought to use? I want to use two of them. Okay. I want this to stick. All right. And that'll, that'll be two That'll be adventuring. <laughs> yup. Setting traps. Yeah. Uh, would you like to roll in the easy roller dice tray? And if you have any other special abilities that do affect your trap usage... Certainly. I still have field experience, so I add my research as well. So this is going to be okay. a plus three altogether. Good. What's your total? Didn't even need it. Dang. But that's a 14. That works. Very much a 10 plus. Death Eagle is trapped! Flames ah! spewing above everywhere. A lot of things on fire around you. God, this is horrific. Somebody off in campus looks over... Yeah. What's going on on the mountain over there? I've never seen that before. Eh, whatever. I I don't get hurt, and I get what I'm after. So. All right. So, alrighty. That comes down to the beating with plus two forty available. All right. So the adventure. What the golem is going to do? Uh, once he sees the sheer size of what this bird is, like I don't, I can actually touch this one. Throws down the tingly stick of doom, just full gold, bare gold, bare hand into it. <laughs> Like, charges through the cage and just wallowing into it, tearing at everything it can. Give me that roll. Oh, uh, so what? This last one, how many pluses do we have? Two. 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 Um, yeah. He has especially an adventuring, so that's another plus one. So, so plus three? Plus three. <laughs> Let's see if I you can get this decently. You got this. Uh, yeah. Yay, a yeah. ten. Which means, yeah. we're just going to say, he comes out fine, but there is one unforeseen consequence that he did give me earlier. You know, what's he covered in? Um, blood and oh, fire and Nikes. All the gore that was the prior night. to that. Bird crap. Which is You know what Guano was actually prized for before oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, before the late twentieth century. Saltpeter. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you guys are like, yes, finally, he's gonna do it. He's gonna Oh, and he does it. He like just goes ham on that shit. He's just bam, bam. Boom. And as a dying act, Boom. it just Fireballs him in the face. The good news is the guano's gone. Oh. The bad news is there's a mushroom cloud. Oh. Oh. <laughs> He's got like decades of concentrated, fermented, just like <laughs> settled in saltpeter. I'm a new man. I submit that I had already was it stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> no, no, everybody else is like blown away. And, like this is this is how your day ends. <laughs> um. Everybody's like, okay, we wait a minute, hold on. Oh, fuck! Actually, I'm gonna make that mental calculation pretty quick. I'm just going to simply take a cigarette, put it in mouth, and stand in front of Clifton. Just shut your eyes. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, back on campus, Hardage! I hope everything's going alright. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing right before this? Um. Probably breathing heavily, trying to think out what next report's going to be. Um, we're just walking out of the classroom at this point. Um, I took a little time after the kids let their way down. I could tell that wasn't my greatest show I've ever done on this. I wish they would just enjoy you know, the, the act of building with their hands, but they just want to cast spells and not put the work effort for it. Well, right. So you look to your left at the mountains, think wistfully of your friends, and what horrific adventure is probably trying to get them killed. And then there's a bright white flash. A ripple in the air. Oh, and a mushroom cloud erupts from one of the mountaintops. Oh, oh. The entire campus stops. <laughs> Whee! 
mushroom cloud settles. For a brief moment, there is the burning emblem that looks like it comes off the hood of a Pontiac. Anyhow, <laughs> I believe. I, I guess they succeeded. I wonder if Marvin's going to come back to that. If he is, he'll be a changed man. Meanwhile, back on the mountaintop, everybody is like, Voss, you may have been standing earlier, but not anymore. <laughs> you literally have sprawled out on top of, uh, of, of Kim Dead. All right. That was a full fucking bomb blast. But on the upside, it, you're damn sure that the uh, Death Eagle is in pieces. Yeah. It, it, it didn't just get beat up and torn to bits. It's gone. It got the equivalent of a high explosive bomb in the face. And wiped the ash from my eyes. And Marvin is intact. And not charred, but relatively clean for the first time and probably confused as to what this feeling is. Yeah. But he walks out of the fire, like, you know, Sephiroth and Final yeah. Fantasy VII. There you go. Oh, yes. <laughs> this we're was my day. Go, we're going to take a very short break on that note, and we're going to finish up the rest of the week afterwards. So just a moment. We'll be right back, folks. And welcome back to Roleplaying Club Radio. This is, once again... Um, this is the second half of uh, Bits, and Bobs. Bits and Bobs at the LaCroix Academy for the Occult Arts, um, Pig Smoke. So, we have just, uh, Wednesday went out with a bit of a bang. Kill uh, fire! A bit. Yeah, there was a, there was a, a massive, essentially a, uh, a little bit over a high explosive bomb going off in the mountains. Uh, it was definitely noticed. So, I'm going to take the everywhere bits of the... There's not a lot left. I'll take whatever I can get. It was at ground zero. It was ground zero. It was. There's not a whole lot. The mechanical bits are all twisted and warped and halfway melted. That that shattered bone, it's fragments, if anything. It is gone. It is not usable. Well, those bones did absorb a lot of magical landing. And all I'm saying, if I can get a couple of the fragments, maybe... It's done. It's done. Let it go. Bony one. Is this what death feels like? As the golem starts, like, rubbing his hands together, covered in gore, what's left of it. (laughs) You're just covered in smoke and soot. Oh, smoke and soot at this point? All right, so yeah. With, like, layers of the... uh, Actually, you burned off almost all of the guano. Oh, the third time that I burned at the stake, it did kind of feel like that. Yeah. I feel more alive. Except a little bit slower. And oh, and the golem is a lot thinner now. <laughs> well, you're sleek and stout. It was actually well, a really well-made golem. Yeah, I start rubbing off. He starts rubbing off all of what's soot on there. Um, if there's some snow on the ground, he sort of picks that up. Like, I am still this color. It's been years since I've seen this. Uh, are those runes Zoroastrian? What, these? Or Sumerian? Oh, that was my, my, my teen years. It's okay. I think they look more Acadian. So, that makes more sense. That evening, if you need any uh, conference time in the super secret, double secret teacher's lounge with a good coffee, <laughs> word, word did get around that after one big burnout, whatever it was that was causing all those problems is gone. <clears throat> And see, that's why I wanted to take a couple of scraps so that we had proof of death. But unfortunately, um, we killed it so thoroughly that there are no scraps. That was no way of keeping this thing under wraps. You guys literally hunted it down, made it explode, and there are people in the mountains, so it's pretty well known. It's going to be get around with what happened. But you guys took care of the thing from your research paper. 
but there's no evidence, which means uh, nobody knows for 100% sure that the thing's gone. So the legend... There's twisted metal. Captain? The legend legend could live... The legend could live on, and I apologize for my my outbursts of previous... There's been a, I know there's been a lot of pressure for all of us, but I I want to bury the hatchet and let's just all move past this and and just and just chat like like colleagues. Wait, colleagues? You will rue the day you opposed me on that. Oh wait a minute. Not 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 that colleague. The the the, the ones that you haven't sworn vengeance upon. That's that's a wow. That's a short list. Why are there red X's by most of those? No, don't, don't worry know. about that. That's uh, I I know that name. Can I add one? No, no you don't know that name. How many? No, no, no. Here, here, here. How many but, different universities here. do you teach at? There's there's uh, those uh, Italian names, uh, French names, uh, uh, Romanian names, Russian names. Also, Dang. yes. Um, All made in Taiwan. <laughs> no, not all of them. Uh, although these two were. They were uh, actually. I think you would have liked that. They were some of the best mind benders I knew. Conjoined twins. Ah, interesting. You've been everywhere, haven't you? I'm. I'm going to keep gabbing on on this and use. Uh, tell me everything. When you uh, when you spend time gossiping and chatting uh, with someone, roll plus charisma on a hit. They'll tell you a secret about themselves or someone else. On a seven to nine, I have to give up a secret myself to uh, to earn their trust. As a heads up, if you're giving up a secret, it can't just be something that's like freebie. Everything's wonderful. No, it's a something, secret. Something that can hurt. Something that I keep secret for a reason. All of you have to keep that in mind. Uh, that's going to be an eight. So, all right, what what is what is my deal? We're discussing we're discussing education from. From across the globe, um, you probably traveled a bit in fighting monsters. I, I did. There was that brief period when I I worked for my my folks for their for their business, but I didn't go straight from that to education. Um, I one of uh, one of my pa's uh, prize. Uh, Oh, prize! What's that? Uh, what's that magic card? It's like a hippo with wings. Do you remember what's? Oh, do you remember what that's called? Oh man! Oh, sounds like a really bad pH card. something. Feldegrif? It's yeah, something. Grip. Yeah, Feldegrif. Uh, my pa had a had a prize uh, uh, a uh, that went missing. Uh... It it didn't go missing. Uh, uh, I hawked it to uh, to a, a dealer to pay for my uh, self discovery years. Oh, look! I just have to tell you, academic circles are kind of an awful thing. This isn't the first time that I have fought fire with explosives, and one of the things that they even showed in the movie about putting out oil well fires is that sometimes you have to blow the fire out with a big enough boom. And I'm going to say the names that are on this list, some of these names are some rather evil folks, and the world is a lot better for them not being in it. 
some of them actually had good ideas at first and got turned. So what specific awful thing are you admitting to doing? Specific. Look, I have a reputation as being the most evil teacher floating around in all of the circles, but believe it or not, there have been a few times that I've acted for the greater good. For the greater good. Need a specific. Look, I murdered some evil folks here. The world is better off without them. But names and specific acts. Something specific that you did that you want to keep secret. Yeah, no, no generalities. Are, are, are you being sought out? Do, do people know that this, what you are now, is the thing they're looking for? Probably a few, yes. Um, especially the ones that are related to this name right here. This, What's this lovely French girl. Um, help me out, I'm trying to think of a nice French name. Baudelaire? Pauline. Oh, wait a minute. Um, the female name. Fair. Uh, Marinette. Marinette. Mariposa. Marinette. She was quite a lovely young lady. And I had to kill the demon inside her, but the only way I knew how to do it was to kill the entire package. And people are, are seeking you out for this. There's at least one person seeking me out for that one. And I know that one of these days I'm going to have to murder him, too. Well, so there is one person to you up there now. He loved her. He truly loved her. And that love for her has turned into hatred for me. He was, they were going to be married, you see. And the spring of their romance has turned into the twilight, has turned into the autumn of his life. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know what dark powers he is going to make packs with to search me out, but he's coming one of these days. I just don't think he's going to come looking in Kansas. So Marinette's fiance has it out for you. Alright. You you get a experience point since you followed through with my compulsion. Alright. And is there a compulsion that I can do? Um, what are the compulsions, by the way? The only basic move that's a compulsion is scathe. Right. But some special moves are compulsions as well. I think there's at least one for each playbook. And they'll be as compulsion or they'll have a brain symbol next to them. Yeah. Okay, I don't think I've got... Um, no worries. I'll, I'll check it out. Christy, uh, yes. I'll let you think about what your action is for tonight while you're thinking. Well, I mean, right now it's just, it's just discussion. Right. And then we're going to move on to Thursday! So, uh, Thursday! Um, how does, you guys all right from up there? Um, Melvin, Marvin says everything was good. He's, he's a weird bit chipper for once. Nice color tube. He's in the oil bath right now. Um, clean, cleaned up, but, uh, I can't say he actually knows how to sing, but I think he's trying. It's weird. Um, what what exactly happened up there? He's been really vague about just actually using himself for once to dispose of his foes. I'm assuming he's a giant bird. Well, I'll tell you exactly what happened up there. You 
decided that you were going to phone it in. That's what happened. You want to know exactly what happens when you tackle a pseudo-legendary firebird that you create with your own two bony hands? Get in the fight next time and don't sit on the sideline. You want to know, you get it colored through golem eyes. You're attempting to ski them? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Make your roll. Um, Plus charisma. Seven. Seven? Okay, so with a uh, sort of nine target here, your eye still has to choose one. One of the turns your tower, flee your presence, give you something that they think you want. But someone important witnesses or learns of your rudeness, and they are not pleased. So... I'm going to say... Since you're in the super secret, double secret teacher's lounge with the good coffee, the only witnesses are each other at the moment. And I will give you a choice. Either the Luton are not pleased with you and they will not be dealing with you in the future. Or you have managed to piss off... uh, You have managed to piss off... Where is he? The Dean? Constable Andre. Oh... I'll take Constable Andre. Okay, you pissed off Andre. As you're doing this and berating your uh, your fellow, you're sitting there, and even you're a little bit like, you did not expect this guy to show up. You know he's been around. He's kind of the security officer, but he's been dead for a long time. He just leans to the wall, glares at you, gives you like one of the, the, the eye motion. I don't think I like your attitude. And then just falls back into the wall. Has he been here the whole time? Most likely. You guys aren't from here, are you? Uh, <laughs> he goes everywhere he wants to. But I see you don't want me here anymore, so I'm going to... I get to choose one of the options? Yep. I'm going to choose the Fleet of Presence, I'm just going to walk out. All right. So you do get an experience because I scared yeah. you. Thursday! Thursday! <laughs> I checked enough if your playbooks have compulsions. Have so yeah, I can the best I can do is scathe. I've got the um Okay. So Thursday. We're gonna go around again. Kenton, what are you doing Thursday? You uh, aren't taught, you're a bit singed. I, I am a bit singed, but You haven't done I, any uh time consuming actions? No, I haven't. I think I need to get my head back in the game. I'm gonna delve deeper. Okay. Um Christy is my uh Little uh, spiral bound notebook over there. Yes, yes it is. I need to do some research. Um, is there another one? Like the one with the? What's up? Thank you. Uh huh. Because uh, Charlie's on the mend, but uh, still, still isn't a hundred percent, and all this, all the stress of teaching and uh, murdering my own creation has really put a strain on my. My research time. So yeah, you were resolving a major problem for the school and the local environment and possibly the world. Yeah. Imagine if that thing got loose. When you spend some time pouring over something, I need to be. I need to be specific. Uh, going to. Going going to research the magical properties of. I need to, I need to mix it up. Uh, the properties of uh, reagents dedicated to. Renewing magical creatures' powers. Um, okay. You're still, um, you're still basically working on the Charlie project, right? Yep. 
I think I have three, blo- three boxes left on that. So, here we go. Do it. That is a, an 11. Okay, so you can ask three questions, or you can knock off three boxes. I'm going to mark two boxes, and I'm going to ask what sort of people I don't know that might have a vested interest in this. Restoring magical powers from creatures. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a fun freebie. Hey, as you're looking through, you, you and your friends all looked at certain things a couple weeks ago before resolving a certain problem. And you were reminded of that problem. You remember that pin that the consultant used to wear? Mm-hmm. That comes up. That image comes up in my research? Yeah. So, well, they're really interested in restoring powers on mystical creatures. Um, uh, the yeah. And the name The Couriers comes up. The Couriers, eh? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the gang's gonna love this, but they are not gonna like this. So you you picked up a little bit of research, something that, again, it's that little symbol with one triangle kind of stuff into the other and a little curly cue coming off of it, mm-hmm. and mentioned the name of the couriers, and hey, this is, yeah, a couple weeks, yeah, well, I'm not gonna, it's actually a few weeks, a number of weeks ago, I guess technically four, um, yeah, that whole business that the consultant, Anna Famas, uh, comes back up, and you're like, oh yeah, there was a whole bunch of bullshit she came with. And these people seem really, really intent on something about restoring magical, you know, magical power, powers of magical creatures. But they had a weird angle that you're not sure what they're getting at. It looks really, really, really technically illegal. Like, even for wizards. Now that I think about it, that, that guy I sold uh, the photograph to... Mr. Mr. White, he he had a pin like that. Was it? I I thought it was just a French horn. I thought he was a music. I thought he was an, an orchestra enthusiast. Yeah. Huh. Let's oh dear. Oh dear. Moving forward. Hey, boss. Well, I think that. Um, <clears throat> I need to do something time-consuming, too, because it's Thursday. Yep. And the week is almost up. So what are you doing? Um, I think I'm also going to delve deeper, because I've also got a research project that is floating around out there. Okay. But um, I think I'd like to start a new research, because I'm still holding one on Publish or Perish. All right. And since I'm still holding the one, I can... I can let it linger there for a little bit and not finish the uh, group project that we were working on together over there. I'm going to see if I can do the research uh, on my own. The group project published, remember? Well, that one did, but I was helping Greg on his. And okay. so was I. Yeah. You you got one on mine? Yep. Okay. I'm trying to find... You got three mm-hmm. on mine. So if I got, you got one. So if you got one, then, then my paper is done. It just needs to be published. Yep. Awesome. 
So I'm going to um, actually, you know what? I'm going to start a new research topic because I've still got the pin, and I'm going to see if I can figure out anything about what does the pin mean. Okay, so this will be just a straight delve deeper. Yes. Not a research. No. Not, not plus research. Well, you add research, but you're not putting it onto a project. This is just questions. So go ahead and roll plus research. I mean, he can always burn one of his questions to start a new research project. Yeah. Uh, ten. Okay, so you'll be able to ask three of the questions. Okay. Um, let's see, we're going to start with what's the history here? You know, which of our colleagues would really love to chip in on a history project? <laughs> well, <laughs> the quick history is this is the symbol of the couriers, it's a muted horn. The muted horn being the symbol of the couriers. They're essentially um, kind of a kind of a pseudo secret organization. There's a ton of those, but these people are, you know, most of the times it's secret wizard organizations are just meeting up to do rando crap, and they mostly just sit around shooting the shit. Kind of what you guys do: shoot the shit, do research, make know, death eagles, make fun of things, conspire in minor, insignificant ways. The couriers actually do things. They do bad things. Or rather, things that would be very inconvenient for all of you. Strong anarchistic leanings. Um, yeah, that kind of matches all the things you, you shared about what Oedipus was sort of aiming at with taking out the school because if you take down an older institution, you show how weak the system really is and open the door for all kinds of awful, awful things. Okay, so I am going to actually use... One to start a research paper about them, specifically um, with the purpose of gathering research together to show that the school is currently actually being targeted by the organization and not just a consultant. So that. Um, so you want to start a paper on this with one yeah. of your holds? Okay. And then I'm going to use the last hold for the first point of research on it. Okay. I want to make a note. I want you to make a note next to it, whatever symbol you think is going to denote that this is a very dangerous subject. Okay. This is kind of like uh, you found the real Illuminati and you're going to publish a paper on them. Level of, this is a shitstorm waiting to happen. Yes. So, so it's probably not going good. to be... Um, actually, yeah, that ominous letter roll was very well timed. <laughs> I know we don't have system stuff specifically for it, but fuck it, I like the idea. So we're going to do that. Okay, so I'm going to mark it with a skull and crossbones. So the idea is, you know you're in dangerous territory. If you can get it published and, you know, nothing goes wrong with that publishing, great. On the other hand, it, it can go really wrong. Also, whenever you're researching towards this subject, don't fuck up. Yeah, doing my best not to. How many boxes is it for research? I forget. Five, I think. Six. So it's a six, six. Yeah. Five for XP, six for research. That'll do it. Okay, so that's the first one. Alright. Celeste. Why, yes. Um, you know, time to delve deeper also, but I'm just going to work on my research topic that I haven't had a whole lot of working on which is the uh, use of illusion on sentient non-humans. I'm giving up on Lutant. I'm just going to go for 
Okay. So just doing a research. Okay. Yep. We're just going to do research rolls plus research. Yep. What's your total? Eight. So that can, actually worked. If you want, you can just fill in, a, fill in one box. Yay. This is a safe side. That is exactly what I am doing. All right. Yay, research. And Hardage. All right. I'm going to start working on that promise I made to the guy I made a promise with. Actually finish out the research paper now that the issue has been taken care of. I'm gonna go through actually final you know, trying to get all the paperwork finalized for that. So I'm gonna do a bureaucracy or the red tape. Alright. Um, seal that off. Yeah, try and get that taken care of. Most likely if I go into this knowing fully it'll be my time consuming thing for the week. Alright. Um, if I don't have to then cool, but uh, we'll find out. And that's an eight bureaucracy nine. Okay, so you get what you want, but you pick one thing. It's either time consuming, you need to do something for someone else, so you get another favor, or you take a burnout. Okay, um, it'll be time consuming. Okay, so that's your time consuming for the week. Yep. Alright, that was Thursday. Now it's Friday. Yeah. All for the Thursday night meetup. Yeah. Right, you, guys, you guys do want to be up on, on, on a Thursday? I kind of do. Okay. And. Just, you know, there's some background noise right now because it just suddenly started storming here, so... Yay! Very that ominous. ominous thunder, kind and of. Well, totally yeah. fits the mood of the night. Well, the microphone's picking up the, the really heavy downboard, which just started right the fuck up, so... Great. All right, so, uh, the meetup in the super-secret double... I'm going to keep saying it every fucking time. The super-secret <laughs> double-secret teacher's lounge with a good coffee and a luton. So, <laughs> luton have calmed down, by the way. Uh, right. There's screams of possible revolution... It's not that they're gone, they're just quieter now that there's not the imminent threat of being burned to death by Death Eagle! <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, guys, uh, uh, Professor, I, I wanted to say I'm sorry. Yeah. Tempos have been running a little bit high. I've been blown apart eight times this month already. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I yeah. said a few things that were rather mean and. You guys have all been going at each other pretty closely here recently. I'm, well, at least we got the jobs done. Um, on that note, I do have a couple more further questions for you guys. Just finalizing the report to the to the to the actual school. What's the what's the school board above our school that I make this report to? Is there one? Uh, you're just put, putting it to the bureau. Yeah, to the bureau. Bureau, bureau of Occult Affairs. Um, as you know, I've been trying to make sure this is all taken care of for you. Um, is there anything you need to? Let me know about this uh, stuff that happened. You guys hit that self-destruct button that we installed in this thing in case something like this happened, right? That's what happened here? Yeah. I started asking yes. pointy questions like that, that everything was planned what, as point, well, as best as planned to be in case things went bad. Issues have been taken care of. Uh, We're yes. not sure how it got out of control. Unfortunately, it got out of control through mm-hmm. circumstances beyond our control, but we handled the situation by... Triggering the death switch that was built in from the beginning. From the beginning, we knew this could have been a possibility, so we took steps to defend, right? Yes. No, we didn't know this was a possibility, but we We took the appropriate steps. That's the wording I was looking for. Now, when they inevitably ask, "So, why didn't the thing die the moment it went out of control?" How are we passing that off? It was out of range too quickly. We had to get back in range for the kill switch to work. Mm. Right. For the kill switch New goal to engage. Kill switch. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And uh, 
One thing that we are absolutely, positively not going to talk about on this record or any record, um, except for possibly a publication in a very obscure paper that's frequented by conspiracy theorists, is about the couriers. Have you heard about this super-secret, evil-secret uh, society? The news? Was, I'm just worried about the eagle here on this situation. I was just looking into them about. as it happens. Uh, they've, they've got some dealings in uh, in magical creatures. Looks like they're trying to... Looks like some students in my class would be be right up their alley, and that worries me. So when you guys were helping this whole project, were you guys getting help from them? Where did these guys come from? No, 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 no. no. I was um, just building armor like what I you know was trained to do. I, I where did you guys I, get their information from? Where did this topic come up? Oh, this is something entirely new. Uh, This is not related to the paper. I mean, this is not related to your reports in any way. But um, they have a certain symbol, and it looks like this. Yeah, that's the pin from the consultant, yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah, and apparently they don't work for the the Bureau. I mean, they work... Bless you. They they work within the bureau, or they work within whatever yeah. organization they can infiltrate. Yeah, they've there got could be members of them in the faculty right now. Long, as a matter of fact, long arms, big pockets. Oh, and like evil. the rot in the wood. Not evil like me. Evil. Okay, so hear the extra e's in there. So good to know. I'll keep my research away from that topic. I'd really rather not get those guys on our radar. Until yeah. it's done, right? That's all we got to worry it'd be, about. It'd be easy if their ambitions were that simple, rot in the wood. Uh, it's, as far as I could tell, uh, they they have some anarchistic ambitions, but no indication of what they want to put in the system's place. Could be a straight-up Illuminati situation, or... That's I don't, I don't another know. reason why I really do want to delve a little bit deeper. I think that there's even a chance that they might be behind the incident. Yeah, nice Hopefully they aren't. It was They're as far reaching as you are. I mean, I had the practice of doing music class next week. So, alright. Well. I'll get this finalized and shipped up. I think we should be good at this point. Odd, odd question. How often do you actually teach mind-bending? seems like you do a lot of liberal arts classes on the side. I, I, I taught a, te- a class this week. Yeah, but, like, how often? What is what is your position? What's your title? I'm just curious. Not not knocking you. Well, they they have me teaching a lot of liberal arts, but I am officially a professor of mind-bending. All right. I've seen her actual class. There is one student in the mind bending program. All right, all right. Wasn't wasn't he's there because he thought it was political science? Yes. Yeah. yeah, On the other hand, she's very very good when it comes to the pottery. Have you seen some of the things that she's taught these students artistically? Some like a quick like quick flash of multiple sculptures. They're all bones. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't trying to knock you or imply anything. It's just I know that in some circles, mind-bending has, you know, kind of a rep. Of course, of course. And and I feel I should apologize to you, Kipton, because I, I went a little harsh on you. On, on the Death Eagle. 
Words, words were said. We were all under a lot of tension, but now we're publishing again. But my paper is ready. Thank you both again for oh. your for oh. your and let it consideration. Said that the I, I, Department I, of Necromancy actually didn't do something to contribute to the greater good for a change, unlike all of the other times. No, I got a good feeling about this one. In fact, I think it's ready to to publish tomorrow. Oh, excellent! Excellent. Okay. Wait a minute. Tomorrow. As you're wrapping up, Tomorrow. you're just kind of all minding your business, sipping your coffee. You know, everything's dying down. A goat wanders in. Get that one of yours. So we've got a goat and a firebird. Uh, what's the next vehicle we're getting? Is that one of yours there, uh, Doc? Is it? No, it's just a goat. Just a Collar. goat. It's It just walks in and looks at all of you. And it's just standing there. <sighs> Uh, I'm going to use sorcery to try to communicate with the goat. Okay, yes, do it. And it, that is your field, right? Yes. It's a can, plus sorcery roll. I can communicate with animals. Do it, do Hi- little. Hi- hypothetically. <laughs> do you want Get your doctorate. Plus sorcery, or rather sorcery. minus sorcery. It's a plus <laughs> sorcery, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a seven. So, you choose two uh, problems, unintended consequences. Uh, oh, jeez. This is, mmm. I'll give you a hint. If it becomes somebody else's problem, I'm going to say that means more people get brought into this problem. The magic is short-lived or otherwise temporary. Okay. So, probably going to get limited info or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, You're already hurt. Somebody... Yeah. I'm already hurt. I don't want to take because I need to get this paper published. Right. Uh, my solution becomes someone else's problem. So the more people will get involved. Mm-hmm. But the, you're talking to the goat. So what do you ask it? Uh, hey, hey, Billy Goat. What do you? How how do you find this place? I am number two. Number two. Number two. As in the second, like three Billy Goats gruff. Are we talking? What are we talking about here? And then it wears off. <laughs> It just stares at you. <laughs> okay, my character would know how many goats are there on campus. Quite a few. Quite a few. Uh, I'll say about a few. How's that? Yeah. Uh, so I've got some research to do. Looks like I'm gonna be burning the midnight oil this weekend. You guys aren't sure what the fuck is going on. He's like weirded out by this goat that you just Do talked we to. have a goat up here? What and how did it find this place? Yeah. Okay, what did it tell you? Wait, wait, wait. Is it a female goat or a male goat? Are you going to look? Yes. Yes. Rude. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional, damn it. Uh, I don't care. What do you want it to be? Female. Sure. Awesome. Goat milk for the coffee. <laughs> you know that they don't constantly produce milk. Also, rude. <laughs> well, I mean, I, well, I know I'm from the hills and whatnot, but uh, damn. <laughs> It said, I still buy my milk I, at the grocery it said, I store. Am two. It just said that a couple times, and then <laughs> I, I couldn't get anything out of it. Okay. All right. Like, the, the strop, 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 strop. Hold it by the horns for a second, would you? We're not sacrificing the goat. We're not sacrificing the goat. We're not. No, no, we're not. We are not. Does somebody want to try to grab the goat before it runs away? Yes. Okay, I guess this is kind of adventuring. 
I guess it's the only thing that involves like physical risk yeah. or what have you. Unless you have some other means of restraining a goat. I mean, I used to wrestle cattle. <laughs> I have traps and snares, but they're faculty equipment, so they're not on my person, probably. Or they might be. I don't know. Do you want a rope a goat? Rope a goat. I want a, Of course, I want a rope a goat. I'll give you a plus one because you're goat roping. <laughs> we need to add a complication to the game. Uh, eight, nine, ten. Okay. On a ten, you choose two as consequences. I'm guessing you're not getting hurt. I'm not getting hurt. And I get what I'm after. You have a goat. They declared it was number two earlier. You have number two goat. That goes to shit. I have I have number two. Okay, let's let's get to assistant. number two uh, someplace Shaved. Here. We're going to shave a number two <laughs> into the fur so that we know that it's number two, wow. so we can distinguish um. this goat from the other goats. I'm not liking this place anymore. You guys are just weird. Um, <laughs> Wait, this is where you draw the line? Goat roping is where you draw shave, the line. Shave. Okay, shave. the goat is going to resist. You can attempt to adventure to it, attempt to shave a goat, and other players can react to your attempt to shave a goat. I'm not shaving an entire goat. I'm just shaving the number two inch. It's, it's fighting goat. back. Somebody help me hold this bugger down. Nope, 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 nope. What's your total? Um... I'm willing to milk it. I'm it's not willing roll. to shave it. Damn it, where's kill switch when you need it? Yeah. Six. That's a fail. Ugh. The goat butts you in the middle. You go you go sprawling. You drop the knife. This is a strong-ass goat. This is a very strong goat. How else are we going to mark it? Just brand it. That's uh, pretty quick. <laughs> It's funny. I mean, what if you guys are trying to go? It's, I mean, like I'm really seeing weird stuff here. Yeah. Can't we just put a collar on it? It is roped currently. Would you, would you like a collar, Goaty? I don't suppose a collar or an ear tag or something would be in my trapping and snaring kit. Would it? You can decide what to do with the houses. How are you temporarily going to. Are you going to detain the goat for the night? I want to. I want to calm it down or at least bind it well enough that we can get it back into my offices and get it into a cage. You, you have it rogue, so you yeah. can lead it. Yes. Uh, so you're able to get it wherever you want to keep the goat. If we can get it someplace safe and secure, then maybe it'll be calm by morning and then we can look more into this. Bony this scrap. really gets my goat. Bony scrap. Pigeon, I want you to sit on this goat's horns... And only this goat's horns. Okay. Is there a uh, roll for that? Just, I believe that's a. It's still a roll, right? For manipulating it your. Could, it could be considered sorcery. Sorcery so. would work, right? Yeah. Do you? Well, they got torched pretty well. Does he have pigeons back available? Oh yes. Okay. And that is an eleven. All right. So you choose one unintended consequence. Um, it works better than intended. Do we have another bird curse? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, not me no more! (laughs) I just got clean! Okay, I smart with those. Okay. Um, So, yeah, Thursday night you guys did a whole bunch of research, figured out there's a lot more going on, and a goat! A goat happened. Yes. A goat that is number two. It's all you know. Friday! Friday! What are you guys up to? 
Uh, I'm very perplexed, but I'm also on a deadline, so I'm publishing. All right, make your publish roll, plus research. David, may I make use of the Easy Roller Dice Company dice tray? That would be a wonderful idea. Because it's been pretty kind to me so far. The Easy Roller Dice Tray has not failed us tonight. And it will continue to not fail. See, that That is is the power of Easy Roller. That's 12. Okay, everyone is happy. Research is good. All co-authors mark an experience. Yay! Level up! So that was your Friday. Boss, what are you doing? Um, I've already done research this week. Um, let me take a look at the sheet. Uh, the which one? The move. This one? Yeah. Uh, the move sheet so I can see, is there anything I have not done yet? You did your teaching, you did your uh, time-consuming actions, so outside of that, you can try to figure out how to pursue some other answers. Oh, to various things. Oh, and part of the terms of the published move is I have to come up with a sufficiently professional-sounding name, so my our paper is called Effects of Differing Incubation Subjects on Cockatrice Anatomy and Oculothanatonic Potency. Nice. Nice. Oculothanatonic Potency is a very lovely word. What does that actually mean? Uh, what their, what their gaze attack does to creatures depending on their age, uh, how sharp their eyesight is, what breed they are, what subbreed they are. Yep. That is, damn, that most, sounds, like, most that sounds like a magical doctoral thesis is what that sounds like. Most people don't know this, but there are a couple dozen subspecies of cockatrice. They're not all just one thing. All right. So, so I think I'm going to go for um, a small incestuous world. Okay. So eat or drink in a public place on campus, and so just tra- basically try to get the skinny. All right. Is it general sh- skinny or anything particular you're going after? Um, I'm going to see if I can find out something about the goats. All right. Just by listening to the scuttlebutt, schmoozing with the student body. All right. And that is a ten. Okay. So on a ten, you choose one. Of the uh, three, first three listed. Um, <clears throat> get wind of some news which will affect my department? Okay. Actually, it does now it affects your park department. Didn't earlier. But you catch news about some old student joke tradition that happens. Um, <clears throat> apparently, every now and again, the students have a running of the goats. <laughs> And um, they release a number of goats. And, uh, you know, faculty occasionally have to deal with this. This was like a conversation before, but, the, you know, nobody wanted to talk about it when you guys got hired on. The students still do it. They just did it. They release five goats, except one of them is always never found, and you're never sure why. The second goat. No one ever finds the second goat. Mmm. Except for us. Also, we found number two. You've been having difficulty finding some of your undead pigeons. They're not responding. I'm going to go to Mr. Pipton's office and check to see if the goat is in the stable. Goat's exactly where it was left. 
So I'll saw all your pigeons. But you can't sense them. Surrounding, they're surrounding the goat, and the goat is just sitting there, serenely, surrounded by undead pigeons, including the one you left on its head. Yes, not me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Crow, glad you stopped by. Is this your idea of a prank? Well, what what do you mean? This. Thumbing, thumbing towards the <laughs> the cage. It's more like a clacking noise. It's all <laughs> kind of like a mixture of the two, you know. Yeah, like a broken uh, broken flute sort of feel, you know. Well, I only told Bony Scrap to do it, and I don't know why Sweetie Wings is here, or why Fatty Feather, or why I don't know why they're all gathering. I just. Well, you know how it works. They t- you tell two birds, they tell two birds, they tell two birds. <laughs> that's, a lot of, that's a lot of undead pigeons surrounding a mysterious goat. And, you know, here's the other thing. This, this is kind of my field, but I, I have trouble talking to the ones that are, you know, dead. So, let's talk, you and me, for a minute. Um, yeah, let's. I think we might actually have another paper on our hands here, if oh. you think about it. Because... You've heard about when they release the goats and the there's the running of the goats and they can never find one of the goats. They always release like five of them, and then the faculty get to track them down. And is there? Yeah, this it's, a, it's an annual ritual. Yes, yes. Yeah, heard but, about it. But you do know that there's one that has got this amazing knack for not being found, right? Yeah, so I heard. I was hoping to get in on the action this year, but. Research, yeah. Mostly, like a, student, a, mostly a student thing, yeah. anyway. Mr. Plimpton, don't you realize what we've done? We've found the unfindable goat. That sounds interesting, but what's what's the relevance of that? I okay. guess that's what we have to look into. No, no, this is not just a goat goat. This is a goat that is a non-detectable goat. I cannot detect any of those pigeons on that goat. This is potent magic here. Wait, there's a field of anti-magic around the goat? I don't know if it's anti-magic or anti-detection, but if it was anti-magic, those dead pigeons would be dropping dead and stopping being animated. And I wouldn't have been able to talk to it the other night. Exactly. So it's a non-detection field around that goat. We've got a stealth goat. With all its practical Interesting. Do you know what we can do with a stealth goat? No, enlighten me. Extract its blood and make an invisibility filter? It's not exactly invisibility as much as non-notice filter. And we're not sure if it's in the blood or if it's in the bones or if it's in the fur or if it's in the horns or if it's the whole thing together. I think that this is something that somebody who was skilled in, I, oh, I don't know, veteromancy? Paraveterinary, but I, I take your meaning. Might be better suited to answer that question. What exactly makes this goat non-detectable? I'll... What exactly about this goat makes it so unremarkable in a school that is full of remarkable things, and... I'll start uh, getting some samples and, and looking into it. We'll also have to isolate what the nature of the effect is, whether it 
renders the creature somehow camouflaged or whether it puts out some kind of mind screw field that makes other people just kind of not notice it. It's and also figure out what do we need to do to keep this goat happy because I don't want her to get upset. <laughs> Find out what kind of feed she likes. If we need to start curry brushing, I don't know the first thing about goats. All I know is that she does not want to be branded or shaved. But maybe we can get her something cute to wear, like a, a nice little collar or a. Well, well, we didn't. Uh... Maybe I, a bell? I didn't grow up around a lot of mundane animals, uh, but it's it can't be that hard. Don't taunt Murphy like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving forward. Celeste! Yay! I'm going to the hospital, because I'm kind of hurting. Hurt again, and still red. And still red. Give me that roll. <clears throat> hospital hospitality. Would you like to roll on the easy roller dice tray? Hopefully it will be friendly to me. Uh, yeah, it wasn't friendly to me. I guess it doesn't like you. What's your total? It doesn't like me. That would be a five. <sighs> okay. Let's fell forward. Yes. You're not getting healed. Yep. You're still bright red. Of course I am. And we're already scorched. I will let you, if you want for free, roll a small incestuous world. I'm not going to tell you what for. You can just roll it if you like. You don't have to. It's a plus nothing. Oh, okay. You make it sound like it's not that big of a deal, but it's a deal from Sean. It's <laughs> <laughs> a cruel one. It's an opportunity. Yeah, that's a five again. Yeah, I know. There's, there's all kinds of weird gossip floating around, and some kid like snickers at you, and you're just like kind of pissed off at them. Um, somebody's wondering who the hell Donnie really is. But you know, whatever. That's just Donnie. Yeah. He told him to wander around. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was talking to a strange fountain. Interesting. But whatever. All right. All right. Hardage. I'm going to do the same sort of thing, just. I'm pretty much got things under control. Now I should get my own self back under control once more. Hopefully the line's gone down. She's take care of her other issues. Maybe she'll find time for me today. All right. Yeah. It's not critical pain, but I'm not feeling great right now. Yep. Well, that's a good start. And that's a 12. So, yay. On a 12, you're back to your old self again. Everything's hunky-dory. She, you know, hands you a, you know, does some weird healing magic, fixes a few things, hands you a salve, tells you to use it twice daily. You're good. Alright. Back in. Yay! That was Friday, so we're going to wrap up with the weekend. Unless you guys want to discuss that evening, anything you've, anything you've discovered. Stealth Goat! Oh! A goat that is really, really great at... A goat that is great at not being noticed. Are you bringing the goat with you to the lounge again? No. The super secret, double secret, teacher's lounge with a good copy? No, I'm rigging. No. I'm rigging the cage with, with an alarm system or putting a bell on the goat or something, and the goat staying in the cage. All right, we'll bring her coffee later. Um, I'll tell you what. Do you have a special ability for these adventuring for traps, or do something else? Uh, the traps are just a thing that I have by virtue of my department. We'll just say I'll give you like a. We'll call it. We'll call it sorcery. You're casting essentially. You're making sure that a potentially magical or 
whatever go sure is not going anywhere, and it is your it is your field. So, so regular roll plus sorcery. Gotcha. That is a fail. Okay. So you're in the lounge, sipping coffee, about to discuss. Ding 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 ding. There's Tui. Oh, it is so good to see you, Tui. There's a flock of pigeons, undead pigeons, falling <laughs> around a goat with a bell. Still uh, track them? I mean, is it like you guys' pet now? Two. How did you get? How did you get back in here? Oh, oh, the hell with this! <laughs> the rest of you go away. It's only bony scrap that's supposed to. Be. They're still following the goat around. The whole flock. <sighs> Uh, you you gonna, cast a really good spell, and it had unintended consequences. I'm going to... I think I need a sorcery again, try to talk to this goat again, see if I can get more information out of it. Okay. Goat talking. Goat talking. Goat whispering. That's another fail. I am bad at sorcery. Don't scream at the goat. It's fine. You're, 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 so what are you trying to say to the scream, goat? Scream at the goat. Don't stare at it. <laughs> okay, you start talking to the goat. It, it does a goat scream. <laughs> yeah, we're raised on a farm, were you? Actually, I was, just not a goat farm. <sighs> just it would do his thing. He eats grass. Hippogriffs are Climb so- up to a tree. He won't get out. Let's do that. You got a good fence? Mag- that might mag- be the best. Magical creatures are easier to talk to, they're more intelligent. Yeah, exactly. These guys are dumb as shit. No, no, don't insult um, number two. <laughs> if you ever actually worked with a goat, they'll they, they have their basic instincts. They're good at getting out of things and eating everything. Well, that's really they about it. They run into each other with their heads. I mean, that's what goats do. I'm going to offer the goat. Um, you, you want some you want of the fruit from the table? Yeah, you know, like want an apple? Do goats eat apples? Stares at you. Grapes. One of the pigeons grabs the apple and brings it to the goat. <laughs> the did goat. you? The goat eats the apple. Did Did you make the bird do that? <laughs> munch, munch, munch. <laughs> mm. oh. I'm gonna take that as a solid maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some well, research to do this weekend. Mind is my field. Are you going to attempt to brain fuckle the goat? Or, or establish if it's a psychic if Can you read the, the goat's goat mind? The goat is mind fuckling. So are you going to attempt to do sorcery on the goat? Please do. Well, let's do sorcery on the goat. How, what, what exactly are you shooting so to do? Are you trying to like... You can't be worse at it than me. <laughs> what, what Try brain, to read the goat's mind. What Can brain power are you mind? using on the goat? So let's go ahead and... Why does he keep staring at me? I would like, if I may... You notice the weird eyes? That yeah. They do. On any other day... Let's see. We might consider this to be strange. However, after 
blowing up a mythical death eagle? This yeah. is a normal Friday. Yeah, that one we knew how to wrangle. Yeah, we knew we're, we were dealing with that with, with that call yesterday. So, so, like a book. So I am now the woman who stares at goats <laughs> because literally. When you try to read somebody's mind, you stare at them in an unnerving and obvious manner. Also, roll plus sorcery. Okay, so the way this is going to work is you're attempting to brainfuggle a goat with a power intended for sentient beings. <laughs> yes. Okay. Go for it. But this is related to my research. Well, well, you're not sentient sure. non-humans. If it is sentient... You don't know yet. We don't know yet. We're going to find out. Total? Eight. Okay. So on an eight, I can ask one question. I'm going to answer your question with something a little bit not what you were expecting. This goat is not sentient. Mm -hmm. In fact, this goat is not. It's the endless goat. (laughs) This You just tried to brain buckle something that wasn't there, but it's right there. And it's making pigeons do things. Guys, this goat isn't real? I my hand on the I goat. I hope the goat. It, it feels pretty real. But there is no goat. There, like, like, it's, like there's no mind in the goat? Well, it has no said, goats are dull. There's no magical presence. It what doesn't not called yet, really exist. <laughs> well, of course, well, of course, there's no magical presence. It's a goat. No, everything has at least a little spark. I'll give you guys a couple free observations. The goat is somehow controlling pigeons that were set to watch it. The goat is a goat that's not supposed to ever be found. You're not sure the exact reason why yet, <clears throat> and. The goat, it's really difficult to do things to this goat. It seems to be there, but it's not there. It's like a no-goat. It's like the anti-goat. You have an impossible goat that said it was number two. I think I need to check out the other goats. Also, side out of character note, this is based off of one of the players' uh, suggestions for shenanigans. Anyhow, (laughs) you have a no-goat. Nice. That is now controlling undead pigeons that shouldn't exist. Awesome. This goat doesn't really exist. My pigeons do, but I can't feel them. So all right, I do they still exist pigeons? at this point? <laughs> all right, number two, let's let's go home. I I got a lot of work to do. So it'll be the weekend. You guys don't have to worry about. You guys bought the farm. <laughs> if, what do you guys want to do for your wrap-up weekend? Stick around in the hospital until I can get healed. Give it a go. Fail. It's a five. Okay, I'm going to uh, look up that one student that um, we haven't actually resolved the issue with. <coughs> uh, the one who is looking to use yokai for a diet plan? Or yeah, the one who really, really, really wants to transform. Let's start with Yokai Diet Plan. I thought that Greg had actually taken care of her. I tried, damn it. Didn't really work. Okay. I went full John Carpenter on them. So I'm going to find her and charisma her. Uh, basically, I'm going to use my schmooze move. Okay. 
kids these days. Nothing phases them. Two total? Uh, Eleven. Okay, so what do you do to um, get her her to... What are you trying to get her to do? Um, Turn away from the plan. And um, here's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to approach her and I'm going to say, Hey, I understand that you are wanting to summon yokai to do a diet plan. And I just wanted to let you know that that has worked out somewhat in the past, but not in the way that you think. Most of the time when someone summons a yokai to themselves, they end up looking like me, which is to say skeletonized. Now, I've got this big book here, thud, of all of the different times that people have summoned famine spirits for purposes like this. And um, I just wanted to show you some of the aftermaths. So there was this famine in this land, and the person who summoned it to themselves ended up gaining 87 pounds. And then there was this other time when a person tried to do this with a Greek famine spirit and ended up mutating into um, this rather large undead monster with a verbal bite and eating everything that came close to it. The uh, resulting carcass was over 800 pounds, pure fat by the time we got a hold of it. And then there was this time when it was tried in um, Russia. And uh, the cannibal spirit took over instead of the famine spirit because the cannibal spirit was invited in when the famine spirit went in. And this one managed to eat 87 people before it was taken down. Um, Also, incidentally, uh, gained 72 pounds. And then there was this time and so I'm just going to keep running through all of the times. She looks there. gradually more and more horrified, and then eventually seems like she's given up on the idea. So, so I was okay. So, Yokai Diet Girl has been dealt with. All right. Now I just wanted to tell you that there are complications that could come in. None of them are good. Have you tried the asparagus diet? What? Oh, yes, it's great. You steam it, you wrap it in bacon, and then you take the bacon off and you eat it, and it still tastes like bacon. But you're getting vegetables, and you're losing weight this way. But vegetables that taste like bacon. She gradually backs off. She will not summon yokai to put an extra mouth on her to consume all of her food. All right. There's two more people for the weekend. Uh, I will mark a burnout box uh, if you will still permit it to do an extra time-consuming action. Okay. All right. We'll say this is a crunch time kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Because this is weird, and uh, yeah, I want to get this out of the way and get back to focusing on more pressing concerns. Uh, I'm going to look into something that pertains to this whole goat thing. If it's a goat that simultaneously exists and doesn't exist, I'm going to look into uh, trans-dimensional entities. Okay. Because it's common knowledge that there are, there are a variety of, <coughs> of alternate planes of existence and elemental planes of this and that, so yeah, we're going to look into that. Alright. Is this a goat from the elemental plane of goat? Well, at least it's not the secret cow level. That die has fallen twice. Total? Eight. Nine. Alright, so you get to ask one question. You need the idea. Alright, cool. 
I really want to start a new research paper, but I need hard info. So, this seems an obvious question under the circumstances, but I may get a little more info out of it. What here is not as it, as it appears to be? So, you remember a couple things you were told about that little you know, tradition ritual? The students only ever release four goats. That's the joke. There is no second goat. There they never was a second goat. There's never supposed to be a second goat. That's the joke. Ah. That's why you have an impossible goat that's not supposed to exist. That is aware of itself, but not aware. It is here, but not here. And now it has a small army of undead pigeons. <laughs> so that's how things naturally progress. <laughs> so, on the upside, it seems relatively friendly, but it's literally not supposed to exist. This can be unspeakably powerful, especially if somebody were to... <clears throat> Give it an undead pigeon army? Well, if somebody were to take the properties of this goat and reconstitute them in another form, similar to your other research that you were worried about that brought up that other organization, this could be very valuable to some people that you don't like right now. You could make things that exist not exist. You could make things that don't exist exist. You can put all is... the, enti- the entirety of an existence of a whole thing into question. And as long as the question's up in the air... It is a simultaneous state. So it's kind of quantum states, but not really. For right now, it is the platonic ideal of goat. <laughs> but it is number two. So it actually, it's, it's like the platonic ideal with some baggage. More baggage, the longer it seems to kind of sort of not really exist. You get the honest impression this is not a thing you just let loose. Yeah, we got work to do. But on the other hand, you realize that you were holding on to something potentially very, very yeah, dangerous. It doesn't seem that way, but it was able to take things over that were attached to it. And it was able to find uh, the coffee lounge automatically. That, that, yeah, even really smart people are hard pressed to find unless they're looking the for it. Does. The, what? the coffee lounge that exists the way the goat should. Is, but you had to do some magic to find it. <laughs> Involving getting into a push-up competition with a uh, the ghost of a berserker yeah. gym teacher. So that was fun. Um, <laughs> the plot thickens. But you have a no-goat. An impossible goat. Yeah. And that impossible goat seems like it might be valuable to the couriers who may be present somewhere. So that's a thing. Who'd have thought a school prank would be this interesting? So, uh, you have a lot of information on this. Yep. That brings us to Hardage. Alrighty. Um, I think you're in a Fuji apple goat. The way things are going right now, um, really don't have time to do any sort of research. Um, things are back under control, so I want to get myself back in my comfortable zone. I'm going to use the purchase order and effectively go sailing. So I'm going to, I want to look for an item that, that might help take the pigeon curse, or at least mod, be able to modify the pigeon curse on the golem. Okay. Modify it or take it off entirely. Something so, to affect that. So, some way to counter it. Some way yeah. to not let He it is nice it. and clean. He is a damn good looking golem now. He's amazingly constructed and incredibly durable from what you heard. I mean, he essentially became a bomb and he's fine. Yeah. That's valuable. Yeah. So, um, I would say if you wanted to give yourself a burnout, you can do a Delph Deeper. 
Or see, I'm trying to think of other ways. I guess you could purchase order. That that's what I was planning to do. Oh, yeah, purchase, purchase order, order. Yeah, for exactly. something that might affect that. Not eventually going for that, but we'll do a purchase order. We'll see how effective yeah. it is. What type of artifact? What we'll see. You're going to gain an artifact. No yeah. matter what. We'll see. Uh, six, seven. Okay, so you choose two. Alrighty. Um. I'm gonna get. Yeah, I don't need to offer anything in exchange. We're just gonna make this one. Just go sailing. Pretty much go to auctions that are around the uh, antique stores slash garage sales. My normal rounds. Yeah. Um. Basically, looking for bird-oriented devices. Probably, you know, be old feeders or so old traps. Tracks, tracks birds or drives birds away, perhaps, or um, up to you. I. Th- yeah, I think we go with the attract birds. Okay. Um, for that weird opposite effect thing. Yeah. Okay. That does trap them. Maybe you know, you just transfer that power over. You something along those lines. Okay. Um, um, so I'm gonna do that, and I get exactly what I asked for. But I'm just not gonna get it right now. Okay. So you've got a bid on it. It has mm-hmm. to be shipped. Yep. What What do you think it would be? Um, probably what I'm thinking that it would be. Um. Would be an old bird feeder, an old antique bird feeder. Um, actually, no, it's an old bird cage, like one of those old wrought iron bird cages, um, complete with stand. That's why they have to ship it to me. It's not be a light thing. Okay. Um, intricate Victorian work. Um, it came from family who owned a lot of birds, um, but were so strict about keeping the birds around that you know they did everything they could to keep the birds in take because they liked them that much. Okay, so. Essentially, it's a birdcage that's been imbued with a magical ability to draw birds in. Essentially, it's overpowered. Mm-hmm. All right. And so you'll be able to somehow transfer abilities between... Okay. Yeah. So I'll make a note that you have the birdcage. You do get you whatever for uh, artifacts. Yay. Because you did find one. And uh, we'll resolve that next week. So that was week eight of, uh, of Pig Smoke. The Quas School for Magical Arts. Uh, you managed to take care of Death Eagle! And uh, you now have a no-goat that could be potentially disastrous. Or entertaining. You're not sure. Or both. Or it could become an entirely horrific thing on its own. Or can all that dose? Yeah. The goat with a thousand and young? You, and you also do have more information on the couriers. Who might want that goat if they find out about it? Oh, we don't want them to find out about it. We don't goat. want them to get that goat. Because they're doing research that pertains to something that might... I mean, if it applied to this no-goat thing, that could be bad and exactly what they want. We don't want the couriers to get our goat. So, um, okay, so that was that session. I know I've been the rules a bit, but questions, comments, suggestions? Uh, loving every Feels- minute of it, and... Uh, I like it, I love it, I want more of it. All right. Feels good, and uh, now that we're kind of doing compels on each other, we're racking up more, our levels are progressing faster, and we're getting a little more interpersonal drama. I like it. Cool. So, next week we will start up with uh, the final arc, where you guys are trying to figure out what the incident was, and who the hell are the couriers anyways. Also, more no-go. A wrap. I got a fever, and the only cure is more no-go. Alright, so folks, that was this session of Pig Smoke. Take it easy, have a good one. Bye. I suck at wrapping things up. <laughs>